Hey, DJ, guess what? What? Captain NPR. <laughs> we have a sponsor. What kind of sponsor? Like a advertising sponsor. Like somebody that helps us out? Yeah, it's Tennessee Craft Beer Magazine. Have you heard of them? Well, I mean, yeah, I've heard of them. I mean, they're at your, all the craft beer bars and breweries in town, and they talk about all the different beers in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, well, they've they've actually told us that um, they want us to talk about all the craft beer breweries in Tennessee and go around and learn more about what's happening in the state and all the exciting things that are going on, and they're willing to sponsor us to do it. Us? Yes, I know. It's a shocker, but us, really. Oh, my word. So, I mean, I should actually put a shirt on. Um, yeah, you know, we're actually going to have to go outside of your basement. Oh, so. my goodness gracious. So, we'll put a shirt on, but you don't have to have a shirt while reading the magazine online and working out. Can you read it? Find them online at tncraftbeermag.com. There, you'll find copies of their magazine along with a statewide brewery map, events calendar, and you can even subscribe to their print edition online. It's the magazine where you can find craft beer in the state of Tennessee. That it's get- the name. Tennessee Craft Beer Magazine. There you go. Find them online at tncraftbeermag.com. Hey guys, this is Chris Hill. This is DJ Lou. And uh, we're with the Humble Beer Podcast, and we're here today at the Merchants of Beer in downtown Knoxville, right on, uh, what is this, uh, Summit, Summit Hill in Jackson. Jackson. No, Central. No, Central. Central. I know my I know my roads. That's my first time. I, we were talking about language already. I'm already it. Language guidelines and yeah, yeah, DJ okay. just so much loses it. Essential. Yeah. So, anyways, Jackson, we're I can here. see Jackson from here. Oh yeah. State uh, runs here. Jackson runs on the other side. And actually, um, a lot of times I'll like if I'm coming from work because um, I come here after work a lot because a lot of soccer. Um, we'll get to that later. But yep. um, there's an alleyway. Like their little street, uh-huh. little side Which street. Which is actually State Street. State, was it State Street? Yeah, that alleyway is State Street. Yeah. So, um, a lot of times I'll hit down, I'll hit right down Jackson and take that alleyway straight over because it leads right to the parking spot. Perfect. So, yeah. So it's it's a good little connector if you're if you're looking for it, little parking spot. So anyway. Awesome. Yeah. It, it, and it's a cool spot too. I mean, I, I have seen this spot for years before you guys opened about six months ago. And it's always just really struck me as, man, they need to do something cooler with that than make it a Enterprise rent a car, which still to this day is beyond me why they did. So, yeah, uh, which is mind-boggling. But the crazy part is, it's one of the few spots in downtown that actually has its own parking lot. So if you think about it, if you have a rental car place downtown, what do you need? Parking. You got to have a parking lot. So, yeah. so when I, I yeah. for years, um, uh, I had a good friend of mine. I worked. I, I, I worked with her sister. She was the manager of this place when it was a rental car place, <laughs> and so she would give me the. It was a slide key, uh-huh. a little slide key to get in here to park on on uh, on um, uh, weekends. Um, uh, so I could would I could park in the um, outgoing or the the overnight parking. That's so awesome. I remember this place from back in the day as a young um, um, crazy DJ going to. Uh, all the um, 
All the clubs. The, the club. Wait, clubs. wait, you would go clubbing? Uh, Is this what you're telling me? Well, pretty girls ask you to ask you to go clubbing. You go. Oh, that's clubbing. true. That's true. Yeah. But um, but I'm out of that stage because I'm um, I have the pretty girl. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Uh, but, but anyway, <laughs> on, on a but on a Friday night, I got I used to get free parking in the old city. That was before the uh, the down the. Um, Oh, underneath the, the bridge over there? No, there was no, it was yeah. like, it was gravel or if you parked oh at your own risk. Yeah. So gravel, gravel beer bottles or whatever. So like, it was great, but, but uh, actually love having this place here better than free parking. So. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is much better than free, just free parking. Cause you can come here and get a pint and well, you can't walk anywhere. You got to say at Merchants of Beer, I'm sure. Yeah, or you'll get towed. You have to finish your pint before you go walk about and- yeah. We haven't quite got to that New Orleans or Savannah range, but you know the laws are changing. So I think just opened up a district it, within their really? downtown where you can actually um, Nashville has to. Yeah, there are certain areas where you can walk as long as you stay within those districts. You can walk with your beverage. And I think I think with the market Mark Square and the Market Square and Old City districts, I think I think Austin needs to be catching up with that soon. And I'm like, what? We, I don't. Well, we didn't really plan to talk about this one. No, podcast, but, but, but I think, talk about it. I don't know what it is. No, but <laughs> I, I really think that uh, Nostal in general, we really need an open container on the street or, or, or to go beverage uh, within certain districts. Yeah. yeah. But like on a, on a Friday night, um, there's there's 50 bars downtown, and if you you, you could sell a to go beverage, that would yeah. that would up your thing. And thing that is. And the same rules apply if you're oh, yeah. drinking and driving. Yeah. Get in your car and take but, off. But you, can, but you can take a pint from one place to another. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, and, and especially and Nat- Nashville, you said Chattanooga. Chattanooga has New Orleans area. has it like like everywhere. Like, I went to New Orleans for the first time, and I was just like blown away because you walk up to the bar and you go, can I get a pint? And they're like, to go or last of stay? And you're like, mind blown. And, but, <laughs> and so... Uh, I think the Broadway district uh, in Nashville, uh, oh. Governor Governor Havsel wrote, wrote that wrote that into law. Well, like it was, I think it was last spring. Yes. And then you said Chattanooga did it, and I think, I mean, yeah. that needs something that needs to happen in Knoxville. I mean, hashtag I w- what open container Knoxville. We need there we go. Hashtag open yeah, container Knoxville. Yeah, downtown Knoxville. Downtown Love Knoxville it. or uh, to go beverage downtown Knoxville. We need to get that started. Yeah, yeah we do. I'll get behind it. I'll sign it. I'm just saying, you you brought that up, and it's one of those one of those laws that I think really needs to be because because it really kind of inhibits the uh, inhibits the, the, the kind of like the bars and gives you another thing to promote sale. Like you could do a cool ass cup, like to go cup, right? Like, like what New Orleans does, mm-hmm. like, wow. you could, like you do like an MLB MLB light up cup. It was like like. MLB, what? MOB, MOB. Yeah, yeah, Merchants of Beer. So, like, when I was in New Orleans, uh, like, I wasn't going to do the whole I'm a tourist thing. Oh, God. Then, actually, when I started doing it, then I became a tourist. Uh-huh. And I have seven different lot of cups. <laughs> the and the thing, it's one of those things you get, you get involved with. with and and if, if you're a smart person you're going to, and, and you promote it right, you're going to take a cab or Uber either way. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Definitely. And if you on a, on a Tuesday night or Tuesday night, or Friday night, or 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 a Sunday night, 
If you go bar hopping, you're gonna take you're you're gonna take your Uber home anyway. Might as well go ahead and just do the. It's way too easy nowadays to take an Uber from your house, especially depending on how much you're gonna be out. Even if you're not gonna be out that much. You know, since we've been sitting here, I've seen three people get dropped off in Ubers or Lyfts, you know, to either come in here or go somewhere else in the old city, which is awesome. But the other funny part about that is, and I remember this from my days at Balter, when people would pull up in the parking lot, I always cracked up at how many people got out with solo cups. Yeah. (laughs) Or just cans of beer. And I was like, I'm like. That's still legal, but yeah, it's completely legal. Yeah, as if long as you're not riding, can have a tour. They can, they can do yep. that. Yeah, as long as the driver does not have a beverage. And the driver, like, and Zach, can blow a zero. Yeah, the Zach told us the driver, the driver has to blow a zero. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's a side story. We can have a whole yeah. We could we, we could talk all about that, but this isn't about Beale Street or Bourbon Street. It's it, it's about Merchants of Beer. So hey, you know so with it, it, it's a good. No. It is no. It's a great side topic. It's definitely something we need to talk about more. Sounds like a new episode. Coming yeah, up. yeah. I mean, I was I was just in Prague, and um, over there, like I don't think there's any open container. Laws. I was just in Prague. I know, I know. I'm gonna get shit for it. Thanks, guys. Um, but but that's the thing. Like, I don't think there's an open container law over there. We were on New Year's. We were in in the backyard of a monastery, overlooking the city. And watching people shoot off fireworks, a guy literally brought over like a box of like, you know those mortar fireworks? Yeah. Like a box of them that are like set up to go off sequentially, set them up right next to us and just lit them without warning anybody, without saying anything. He just lit them. <laughs> and and we had we had little champagne bottles with us. We just we were out there drinking and having a good time and, you know, nobody said anything. So anyways, yeah, so so that's the dream right there. Um, but all that to say, David, thank you for joining us. Not a problem. Thanks for having me on. Um, so, David, why don't, why don't you introduce yourself here a little bit and uh, tell us a little bit about your role here at Merchants of Beer. Um, and, and give us your history of where you've been in the craft beer industry, too. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, see, my name is David Suits. I'm general manager here at Merchants of Beer. I do all of our beer ordering. I uh, have a great team with me, Mark Stance, that helps keep my inventory and beverage in line. Mark is the, Mark is the man, by the way. He is. Stole him from Farragut Wine and Spirits, um, which is a good thing because they're no longer in business. Uh, Gary Higgins is one of my other managers. He's been a staple in the downtown area for a long time, uh, which is great when people come in and realize that Gary's here, so that makes them happy. Um, I've been in the industry for 18 years. Um, started off actually 20 years now. Uh, started off on the corporate restaurant side, worked my way up with Macaroni Grill, took over as their bar manager. Uh, got to work with Jeremy Walker way back in the day. Good old Jeremy deal. Walker, yeah. the Cicerone. Yeah, the Cicerone, Jeremy Walker. Cicerone. Um, he helped me enhance Macaroni Grill's draft wall from three taps to an eight tap system. Um, which was a beautiful thing, and it was um, back at that time we were putting on um, Star Hills, Northern Lights, and the Love. I mean, you know, back then that was I said that was over ten years ago. Um, Man. Then I moved over to Boilos and kind of helped them Man, take you're, care. You're old. Yeah, <laughs> I am kind of old, older than people realize. I'm, so. old, I'm old too. So it's okay. Old and wise. Yeah. 
That's what, that's, they, they say it comes with age, but I don't know sometimes. But it was fun that in Boilers, I helped take their um, international side of beers protocols. Well, being a Mexican restaurant, we highlight the Mexican beers, but we helped bring on Black Horse at that time. Um, I think we actually had a Fanatic on at one point in time. Um, you know, we brought on some of the local guys, which was fun for me because I've always had a passion for uh, the beer side. Um, you brought up Prague earlier. I think yeah. one of my first beers that I truly remember enjoying drinking was uh, Pilsner or Kel. Oh, and man. I, can, I was in Athens, Georgia in 1996 at a hole-in-the-wall bar after the <laughs> Women's World Cup gold medal match. Yeah. Drinking that beer. Yeah. And it was just, it was an amazing night for many reasons. Uh -huh. so, um, I started homebrewing around eight, nine years ago. Uh, just fell in love with the craft and passion, which is funny because I got my dad into homebrewing about three years before that. So I've always kind of wanted to do it. And then I had a buddy get me into it. That's cool. Um, corporate side kind of wore on me for a while. So I wanted to do something more with beer. Uh, I love the fact that we had so many breweries popping up, and I wanted to be able to find my niche and kind of work my way into it. Uh, had a good friend tell me Balter was hiring and didn't know much about him, so I went and checked him out, uh, interviewed, got hired on. Um, Tony Schmidt and I got brought on as lead bartenders. Oh, which son was of a Schmidt. Yeah. Oh, Schmidt. Yeah, good He's old good casual pie, beard, great guy. City. Yeah, loves Schmidt. Um, you know, and then that opened the door up for Merchants of Beer. Um, Bobby McCarter, which is another one of those downtown staples, um, had a couple other investors and owners that were looking at opening this up. The vision of 50 taps, you know, a couple of wines, some craft soda, but a whole lot of beer and a package cooler to go along with it. Uh, they were asking around, and my name got brought up a couple of times, which I can't thank the beer community enough for that. Um, the people that kind of helped point me in this direction and throw my name out there. Bobby and I met and had a couple of conversations and we're definitely on the same path and vision of what we were looking at doing with this. Um, you know, the rest is history. I got hired at the end of February last year and awesome. we got open at the end of May. Uh, it's been a journey and been a ride. So. Yeah, yeah. What um, when, when Merchants of Yours started, what was kind of the uh, the concept behind it i know and we're going to talk to john a little bit later here yes. about the uh, cigar side but like, what was the concept or what was what was the idea uh the idea was with rear merchants of beer sits uh it was one to be that link between gay street market square and the old city and there's a lot of stuff that's starting to grow in the old city you drive down through here you see the construction you see the new places coming in. Um, so they wanted to be that link from, from up there down to the old city. Um, they also wanted to have the just a massive tap wall. Um, you know, they wanted to be able to offer local as well as regional as well as national beers. Um, just kind of the whole gambit of... You know, you could come in and get stout supporters and, you know, you could have IPA sours. You know, you could come in and get pretty much any beer you're looking for. You could get that style on the board. Yeah. Uh, the great part about it was 
adding in a package cooler so as you're drinking you could go in the package cooler and shop and take home you know a six pack you know you could get off work from downtown you could drive down here park in the parking lot or walk down take your six pack go home and enjoy dinner yeah um you know adding on the cigar shop as well was one of those things that definitely wanted to add on uh food size food side we were definitely looking at having a unique menu uh we have a jerky board uh which is that. Yeah, that looks awesome plays like charcuterie except on that jerky jerky side with buffalo elk and prime rim so jerkuterie yeah there we go <laughs> that's the word i've been missing and looking for uh, we that's have, a terrible pun i'm sorry it, it is but it actually works really well because there are times people are like so what is this hunter slab and you're like well, these are three jerkies that you get to choose from. And the next time I can do that, it's a charcuterie. <laughs> and it rolls right off the tongue, too. Doesn't it, though? <laughs> um, you know, we have cheese board. Uh, at one point in time, we had chapolinis, which are grasshopper or locust, depending on which market you're in. Unfortunately, those are a little hard to keep up with. We kept having a problem with uh, keeping them in stock. Hmm. So, uh, supply and demand is amazingly difficult on those. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's something coming up in the springtime. We're going to completely uh, change our food menu, uh, do a little more offering because that's one thing that people ask when they come in. They're looking more for a substantial meal, whether it's, um, you know, not just a snack, but they're looking for that substantial meal. Um, yeah. You know, we just wanted to offer the gambit. Being uh, with as many residential areas are downtown right now, uh-huh. we wanted to be that uh, local bar on the corner. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, that's a tough thing to do when you've had some staples in here. Barley's has been downtown forever. Urban Bar has a core following. Preservation Pub up in Market Square, uh, as well as Scruffy City. I mean, not that we're going up against those guys. We want to fit in and just kind of meld. We want yeah. to compliment everybody that's in the area. Yeah. Uh, we've been able to work with Pretentious on a few things. Uh, we've also par- partnered with a lot of the clubs downtown. Uh, we've partnered with Postmodern Spirits around the corner, as well as Poor. We that's even right. did a couple of charity and fundraising events with them. And, so. and my, my favorite thing about you guys is that you can get the, the, the six-pack to go. Oh, yeah. You have that... And and you have the elegant space, and, the, and everything's cold and ready. Yes. So nothing. You don't have to worry about taking yeah. something home and warming it up or warming it up. What the hell am I Cooling it down. Are we, are we getting warm beer now? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, you know, and, uh, so, sometimes so, you want your stouts at a, like fifteen. Yeah. Right now they're sitting yeah. at like forty-two. No, but, You'd like, actually get them colder by going outside right now. In, I've come in here for socks or market matches, and we'll get that, that later, though. So, but. Um, we get, I'm coming here for several matches, and we just grab we get, grab a six pack to go. It's cold. Yeah. Hit straight to tailgate. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's great. Like oh, you, Tennessee has a six o'clock, four o'clock, three o'clock game, and you're just like oh, you're hanging out. Oh, I got my tailgate's in Circle Park. Boom, cold pack of uh, cold mountain or whatever you're getting. That's what I'm drinking by the way. I mean, they still <laughs> they still have cold mountain, which is oh awesome. my gosh. Oh yeah, and I two more kegs some. hiding back in the cooler too. So we're gonna have it for a while. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. And, and one but, of the one of the other things I really like about it too is like I'm a, I'm a big um, beer and cigar guy, and so oh, yeah. for me being able to finally have a place downtown again that has cigars 
is huge. I mean, it really is. We had a great place for cigars for a while, and then they may they, they went away, and I can't remember the story behind that. Maybe you know a little bit more about it than I do. Yeah, it was an un, it's an unfortunate story, but Old City Cigar was such a staple there so for a good. long time because even when it was just a cigar shop. It was awesome because yes. the staff was amazing. They were very accommodating to anybody that came in, whether you're buying a gift for somebody or you're buying a smoke for yourself. Mm-hmm. But when they opened up the bar side and they concentrated on the whiskeys, oh my goodness, to go in there and have a cocktail and be able to sit down and smoke a cigar was just, I mean, that was that was a little piece of heaven in the old city. Yeah. And it was, and, you know, it's not something that some of us do all the time, but, you know, when you have a good occasion to celebrate with friends, I mean... Oh, yeah. And, and the great part was, and it's something we've done a little bit on the beer side, but they brought in whiskey or master distillers. Like, I remember going here and Jimmy Russell from uh, Russell, well, Russell Wild Reserve. Turkey brand. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, the, yeah the, that's right. Yeah, the yeah, Wild yeah, Turkey yeah. family. Uh-huh. Uh, give a speech and talk and, you know, just mingle with the crowd. And uh-huh. it was... I mean, and we're talking, this was eight, nine years ago, but it was still one of my fondest memories of cigars and whiskeys and to be able to be in an intimate setting with, you know, for me here, it would be to have a brewmaster come in. Yeah. But to have a master distiller to stand there and talk about their craft, it just blows you away. Yeah. And that's the beautiful part about the cigar shop and bringing that in is that um, John's been able, John Stancil, who runs our cigar shop, Park City Cigars. Yep. Has brought in um, E.P. Carrillo. Uh, he's brought in a couple other guys as well, which uh, the names escape me at the moment, but he'll be able to tell you. So talk about how to roll a cigar. Just oh, the whole craft and the brand, and it's amazing. And he's got me a he's got me a box of Rocket Battels. for the say, baby. That say it's a boy on them. <laughs> coming coming soon to a. Uh, a party near you, so um, I'll be there. I'll help you with those. Yeah, for so sure. it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Oh my but, gosh! But it, but but like like you said, like I have so much fun memories of that uh, cigar bar downtown. Yeah. And I had so many good beers and cocktails there with with cigar. And it's so great to see John make that transition from uh, uh, Sawworks. Sawworks, and and yeah. and and um, th- we know Sawworks is in their transition period and. We wish them the best in their Absolutely. transition period right now. Yeah, but but it's and, good to see John come over here. It's, it's, it's oh, great, yeah. it's great to see and, John and, come and, here and, and land, uh, like, land, land firmly on his feet. Like, like where oh, land yeah. on no. place that, that really, I think, really appreciates the, the, the vibe, the cigars, the whole nine yards. Yeah. And like every time I'm here, for me, um, I, say, I, say, I would say 75 of the time, 75 percent of the time I'm here, I mean, it's for, for a soccer match. We'll right. Get, yeah. Say, you want to loot in there. <laughs> we'll but get there. We'll get there. But but after He's that, really excited about this. Piece. I am so oh, excited. I love I am this too. Song. That was a, that was beautiful for me. Yeah, so but but it, I love it. It's like after a Tennessee game, after a Manchester United victory, to be able to go to some place and just boom, buy a cigar, pop it up, light it up, and and go balls, which we didn't have that many of those this year. But yeah. but it's it's great to <laughs> have. Ball's that. been different. Yeah. You've it's, it's, had a reason to drink this year. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. that's for darn sure. Yep, got you covered on that end, exactly. too. But, uh, but speaking craft beer-wise, what do you, what's your kind of vision craft beer-wise in this place? Just, just um, like, you really want to do uh, go seasonal or do you just want to have a gamut? 
Do you want to do events? Or do you want to do crap your watch? Um, you know, after the first six months, and that was... Because you got a lot of beers on tap, too. How many beers? Uh, right now, we have 39 on tap. Holy. So, and that ranges between... We can have up to, right now, 42 on tap. Uh, I've got to change a couple of regulators and um, faucets to pour, you know, all 50. But, you know, with the wine and the sodas and a couple of things on... Sorry, uh, but, but I also say like a lot of the, the criticism for places like this that are have that many people, that many beers on taps is you have a lot of taps that are not moving, sure, they're not shaking, and that beer is not fresh. Right? Is, is there anything you have in really in place to kind of like help like fix that or or kind of like guide that or or you just kind of play it by ear? Um, usually, I try to keep an eye on it, and if something's been sitting up there for a period of time. Uh, it usually moves to the happy hour board, and that helps move it out of there. That's good. Um, that's good. That's good, smart thinking. The happy hour board, a little bit of a discount on it. It, 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 it does, and, and because you know, it, it's amazing. Sometimes it's a great beer, but you know, it may be too heavy. It's maybe darker than people want. It's a farmhouse saison, and people aren't familiar or comfortable with that. You know, for around here, if it's not uh, Blackberry Farm or you know, and they hear saison, a lot of times people are like. Eh. You know, which Blackberry has dominated the market on that. Yeah. But it's like, there are certain styles that it's a great beer, but people don't understand. Or, you know, like I had Old Ales up there a couple of times and people were like, well, what's that? And, and you even give them a taste and they're like, oh, it's good. But they would go with something more that they knew. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's one of those where we try to educate um, and, you know, if it's not moving, we'll, you know, put it on half hour and we'll find a way to move it. And I love barley. Right? Yes. And love Union Jacks. Oh, yeah. Those are my, I mean, I, I mean, I, I will, I usually, nine times out of ten, if you, on Tuesday night, uh -huh. um, um, I'll, you'll find me at Barley's getting two dollar pints or half hour, half price pints or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, I mean, I love going to uh, Union Jacks. But Union Jacks always have... Their spinach, yeah. there is it's the fresher spinach because it's pouring faster, right? And and barley's, I mean, it's not a bad spinach, but it's, it's, it's you it's, can tell, you can tell it's been sitting there for a while. You can tell it's been there because they're a big restaurant, they have a lot of beers, and so yeah. and as I always talk to people, I like to like kind of like have that conversation with people with large enough tap rooms, right? And I like the fact that you kind of are doing that rotation and putting those on happy hour to get them moving. Right. And that way that beer's not sitting stagnant. And and I love the fact that you have the cold brew coffee and gives other people other oh, options. Oh, my stuff. gosh. So that was a cold brew. I remember coming here one morning for the cold, well, um, on a Sunday, what, was it like a Sunday morning, I think, or something like that, Saturday morning, cold brew coffee. Um, oh, yeah. And doing doing that like an Irish coffee was yes, fantastic. Yes. Oh, it's a normal, oh, it's, a, it's a great way to go and, you know, and it's it's a great way to wake up, especially if you're coming in for an early match and it's like, you know, you don't quite want to start with beer just yet. Do you want that other alternative? You know, we have a full selection of liquor back there as well to accompany those cold brew coffees, the craft sodas, which we get from Honeybee, and they've been wonderful to us on, you know, coming up with the, the three sodas. We have a honey lemon lavender, we have a hibiscus, and then we have a ginger turmeric. That, I mean, the flavors on those are phenomenal. And if you mix, mix them with the right liquor, I mean, they just really set off. But the yeah, fun thing do. is, if you mix it 
and then just throwing a splash of cold brew coffee with it, it almost changes the beverage completely, but it's it's wonderful. It's great. Um, I want to, uh, I, I've been there actually like three times, I think. It was, um, there's a place called Finn McCool's Irish Pub in um, New Orleans. It's actually midtown New Orleans. Okay. And so like my wife is from New Orleans, so I've been there most of the time. So every time I go down there, I've watched I think three or four matches down there. And so the Fibba Cools is famous for their Irish coffee. And they have full brew, frozen, and um, hot, like regular. But, um, and, and I was cool, like morning matches, uh, morning time, have that, have that cold brew coffee or that hot coffee. And I was like, oh, uh, we're in the, we're in the office, we're not going to get that. We, we, we get this bar. We have this bar here, and we have honeybee cold brew coffee with Bailey's Irish cream with a little shot of Jameson to go with it. Oh yeah, no, and, and it's it's a great pick me up yes. for the first thing in the morning. It's, it gets you started off right, <laughs> and it's like I love it the fact that we have it's a locally sourced coffee, and then I get the my I get my Irish cream and Irish uh, whiskey in it. Get your Irish everything out of it. Uh, Irish, oh, Irish, right. uh, yeah, Irish everything out of it. <laughs> so it's it's it's, it's this place has been really something for me, yeah. by the way. Yeah, and it's it's just it's cool. I've I've admittedly not been down here as much as I've wanted to be, but I remember my first time coming in, getting a cigar and getting beer together was just awesome. Yeah. It, it's I mean it's been a while. It's been a while since Knoxville's had something like this. And Thank you. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's great to see, and the beer selection to to boot is really really good. You do a good job curating that. And, Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I try to keep it balanced, which is a tough task sometimes. You yeah. try to make sure and have, you know, a little bit of everything for everybody. Yeah. I guess it's good that, you know, people always ask, what's your favorite thing on the board? And I'm thinking, what do I want to drink today? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because really, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's because, I mean, like, you go home and look at my fridge, and then our fridge is smorgasbord. It's like walking that package cooler almost. That's, that's later, that's later. Oh, hey. That, that question's later, what's in your beer fridge? Oh, yeah. I'll hold off then. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go back to that. We'll but pause. We'll awesome. pause. Time out on that question. Yeah. No, but, but actually, I love the fact that you're that, that you, you said it earlier, like that, that bridge between downtown and the old city. Yeah. My favorite thing, my, one of my cool things about this, and you, it really didn't really hit me until you mentioned it um, at, on New Year's Day. Yeah. Uh, that so many people. Park here under the, the bridge. If I mean, if you're within this podcast, and you're not in Knoxville. We have this kind of this summit hill, which is a it's a ride. It's actually it's a hill. Uh-huh. It goes up a hill. Uh-huh. It is. Then, then you then have down the other side. <laughs> yeah, down the other side. Yeah. Gay Street is at the top of the hill, yes. which is kind of runs um, like I guess uh, runs north to south. And we're east to west up a hill, right? Yeah. In front of, yeah. The, in front of the visual for people that are <laughs> visual aid it, visual aid visualize it. it. But anyway, that 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 Gay Street's only kind of on, on an upward plane. So when people go to events on Gay Street and Market Square, they park down in the old city, which is behind us, and they walk up to that event. And like you said, you said it you said yourself that like after the New Year's event, everybody just walk down here. And this oh, yeah. was, this was, was the place, this was the natural place to stop in on the way to their car or the yeah. way to their, yeah. stuff, and walk in and grab a pint, get, get warmed up, 
and, and or and vice versa, yeah. you park down here, you start here, and you work your way uptown. So this is kind of a great starting and landing point, or starting and ending point yeah, for the day. Yeah, which I love. I mean, and it, it makes me smile on it. I mean, it, I love to see the people coming down the hill, um, going up the hill. Uh, I'd say that, and I have flashbacks. Um, because during the daytime, I'll come in early a lot of times. I'll be doing my orders. I'll be working on my computer, putting in a barrier inventory and everything. And the one of the biggest stories is, catty corner to us, is the downtown dog park. Yes. <laughs> well, that's a good point. It is. I get to see, and I'm a dog lover. Okay. Let me just preface this. I get to watch all the puppies come down around town, playing over there, and even during the winter months. I mean, you, you, you see the owners out there, and they're like, you know, you can tell that they're not super excited to be out, but they're walking their dog, and you see a smile on their face, and it's like, oh, it makes me want to go home and play with my dogs. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, I, 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 get, I get to watch the puppies and everything, which we have a dog-friendly patio for spring, summer, and fall. Oh, well, in winter, if you want to sit out there. Not that I'm plugging that or anything. <laughs> excellent segue. Excellent segue. Uh, so, so what is that segue to? Segue from, I love watching the puppies. Oh, to, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our patio is puppy-friendly, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the yes, patio is awesome. the patio is public Puppy friendly. So, I can't I mean, talk tonight. Anyways, we've been alluding to it the whole night. And right, right, right. Might as well it. jump into it. Jump into That's it. right. Dive uh, right in, um, DJ. If, if you didn't know, you glory, should know glory, glory, that glory, United, glory, 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 United, glory, glory, United, and the Reds go marching on, on, on. And if you didn't just turn the podcast off <laughs> because you're not a Man United fan, continue to listen. <laughs> so, um, after like a bunch of people's help, and uh, um, we're part of Manchester United USA, and me and me and Susie, me and Susie are we're part of Manchester United USA, and one of the um, the, the key things is you, you have your own bar, and that bar uh, agrees to show or has at least one TV. Dedicated toward every match, and um, being one of the members of uh, exactly, we're, we're we're actually pretty much in front of that TV right now. Yeah. Uh, most most matches, which are in the morning, every TV is dedicated, but we have this one TV that's dedicated. But uh, uh, we are Manchester United USA slash Manchester United Knoxville, uh, mm-hmm. and we watch every match here, uh, no matter uh, how early or how late, uh, what time of day it is. We all we all get together here. Um, if you're a Manchester United fan in uh, the Knoxville or the Southeast, you are. I mean, if you're a fan of any, any team, you're welcome to come sh- hang out. But but we're we cater to Manchester United fans here, and we're we sing and chant Manchester United songs, and we uh, drink Manchester beers, and they they're, they've been great about having uh, uh, Boddingtons and Guinness. Boddingtons is, is the cream of Manchester, is what they call it. Um, but uh, you're, you're also sponsored by a local brewery, right? Yeah, Hexagon That's Brewing right. Company is one of our one of our lovely sponsors. One so, of our BFFs. Yeah, BFFs. Brewery uh, friends forever. Uh, 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 Mr. A King and uh, McMillan. McMillan. Mr. McMillan. Yeah. So um, yeah, so we have some great partners and stuff in here. We get the uh, Knoxville Red Army flag here. So and I think we're 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 forty members plus growing. Yes. Uh, so it's like so on a on a 
cold winter Saturday morning, you'll see 40 plus people here at probably 10 o'clock in the morning cheering on their Red Devils, drinking really, really good beer. Right. And um, being part of like the downtown community, which is so great. And one of my favorite things is that um, uh, it's, it's kind of one of those craft beer kind of moments uh, and craft beer and sports. Mm-hmm. Kind of like one of the only things you can get from craft beer and sports, it doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, black, white, uh, Muslim, Christian, whatever. It doesn't matter who you are. It's, it, if you drink craft beer, you're part of the family. Yeah. If you, dr- if you wear the, uh, the, the United Red, you're part of the family. And it's not that, that we hate wait, you. Wait, wait, what, what if you're what if you're Man City? Uh, I mean, I, uh, gosh, I, I mean, you uh, said part of the family. You've no, said craft no, beer. No, <laughs> you know, you're part of the Knoxville soccer family. Yeah, uh, but uh, sure, but but you can go uh, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, I, I say it with a G. Yeah. To a, make myself sound more British. B, <laughs> uh, but hard not mad at me. <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. but no, but if you don't like Manchester United, you can still come to the bar. But just be but respectful. Be respectful, yeah. and you know what? You're going to hear us singing, and you're going to be annoyed. But. So just just know you're coming into a man city or a man United. Oh. Whoa. Whoa, that Manchester was a bad United. slip of the tongue. That man was United. really bad. Exactly. Man but, United. Uh, that's one reason. I mean, like I have, to, I really have an affinity for this place because I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, for me, um, past. Uh, I don't know, 10 years. I mean, I can say Union Jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say Beard and Beer Market. Downtown Grill and Brewery was one of my spots. Yeah. Um, and now I think I think now I can really say Merchant's Beer, beer. Very cool. as one of my um, go-to uh, spots. And like uh, me and Jerry, some of the United guys, and I mean, me and Rachel, my wife, on a random Friday night, we want to go someplace and have a beer, have a snack before we go out. We go here. Awesome. Because it's friendly, it. it's family. We know we the bartenders. It. The bartenders are some of the best in Knoxville. And um, I'm gonna agree with that. I guess I wanna thank you guys. Exactly. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna talk it up because I love this place, but, but absolutely. I, I've lost my all my professional credibility because I've just been chilling this place because I love it so much. <laughs> yes. Well, with that said, um, we should probably take a little bit of a break, and when we come back, we're going to have John with us, and we're going to talk to John about um, the cigar side of Merchants of Beer and uh, some of the great selections he's got over there. So, um, yeah, we'll be back in a few. All right, and we are back, and John, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Yeah, and John, you run the cigar side of Merchants of Beer. Right, the humidor at MOB. That's right. Park City Cigars. Park City Cigars. Yes, that's right. Yes, so um, we'd love to hear from you just kind of your your story of how how you got connected with Merchants of Beer and and what um, what the focus of uh, Park City Cigars is within Merchants of Beer. Park City Cigars started a little over two years ago. I was in a brewery, Saltworks Brewing Company, that's no longer with us. Um, And then I had met Bobby and the guys that own the building, and they had talked about we're doing this concept, MOB, and would I be interested? And the answer was absolutely yes. I am very interested in a more highly visible location. So that brought me here. We actually opened the very end of May, so we're right at six months. Oh, wow. Being here. That's awesome. That's very cool. And so what... Um 
from a cigar standpoint, what is your what is your focus with the cigars there? Well, what we try to do is whatever beverage someone is enjoying here, be that beer. We are merchants of beer, after all. We also have a very nice selection of liquor. So whatever you're drinking, it's much like pairing wine with a meal. You match the body of the wine to the body of the meal. So we try to do that. If someone's having a darker beer, a porter, a stout, that's fairly easy, go a little bit fuller flavor. Um, hoppy beers can mm-hmm. pose an issue. I tend to advise people to go much lighter. Yeah. Uh, sour beers, again, I, I have to <laughs> taste them. I mean, sometimes I tell folks, hey, look, you know what you're tasting, you're kind of on your own. <laughs> but I, I would always go a lighter just to not have it overpowered by the, the, the beer that you're drinking, the beverage you're drinking. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just saying, like, um, the fact that I think we we have such a history of downtown uh, cigars with the downtown cigar shop. And, sure. And, like, how, what do you feel like, in, in especially you're in a uh, place where you have craft beer is your main focus, and then you have cocktails, too, and whiskey and stuff like How do you feel like... You're carrying on that, that downtown Knoxville legacy with cigars and stuff. Well, it, and it's literally standing on the shoulder of those who have been here before is kind yeah. of where I am. So it's constantly reviewing both the inventory that I carry, what customers are asking for, given my limited display space and storage space, mm-hmm. uh, but always trying to bring something newer in, let them try, much like MOB does here, like David did. In. Yes, we've had this. Now we have something new, exciting. People are always looking for what's the latest, greatest. Well, we try to do that in the cigar lounge as well. That's very cool. So, so if I wanted to pair something with, say, and I'm probably drinking the wrong drink because you just mentioned like there is no wrong. Okay, in well, cigars yeah. or beer. So. <laughs> well, this is the Amen. big bastard double IPA, and you just said hoppy beers were a problem. Yeah, I, I would go lighter. I mean, to my taste, and sure. everything is relative to your taste. That's fair. Uh, my taste, hoppy, and a fuller cigar. Mm-hmm. I tell folks, I like orange juice, I like to brush my teeth, but for goodness sakes, don't do those things together. That's <laughs> not a pleasant taste. That's so, fair. That's fair. Just, just trying to not have one overpower the other. That's, so, that's where I am. So when you say a fuller cigar, are you talking more like a Robusto versus a, well, a lighter uh, colored cigar? Cigars come mild, medium, full. And rather okay. than a three-position switch, it's like an infinite dime. Sure. There is mild, mild to medium, medium to full, and then very full flavor. So if a very full flavor cigar, I would not advise someone to have that with a very hoppy beer. And yet I know folks who do that all day long because they can, in their mind and palate, separate those tastes. So yeah. it's, again, there is no wrong in whatever you do in a cigar and whatever you have as a beverage. If it pleases you, that's a good thing. We are about the experience of being here. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, hey, one of my favorite things about here is you can be out here um, in the bar area, and you, I can I can have my double IPA, which which uh, or actually I'm drinking just an IPA right now, which is a Sexy Cat by Hexagon. Um, no shout out to um, McMillan and uh, um, Stephen Apping. And uh, but the thing is, I can have my beer right here, and, and then I can go. 
I'm gonna drink, drink beer and go, you know what? I'm gonna go get me a cigar. Then I go, then I think about what beer I'm having and go in there and give me a cigar. And it's just like one of those seamless transitions where like you go boom, beer you pull it. And you can, it's, it's one of those things where you'd be sitting here just talking with friends like, hey, I wanna get a cigar, let's get a cigar. And you automatically think what beer you're having. And you go, okay. I'm gonna kind of go medium. You said me, like medium, mild, medium, yeah. mild, medium, yeah. and uh, full. Yeah. And so it's it's great to have that kind of like option where you just go forth, like go and uh, you want a cigar and go. And we have uh, a a fair size shop. When weather permits, that's not tonight, but when the patio <laughs> is open, uh, it, it's like a whole new world. I think this is perfect patio weather. I don't know well, what you guys are talking about. Or someone about. from Minnesota, it would be, but, but you know, they would it's feel like a heat wave. That's right. That's cool. One of the things, um, you, you mentioned this earlier, talking about the... Uh, cigar and the beer together um i almost wonder like just conjecture if maybe that person wasn't isn't smoking the cigar properly or maybe they're drinking something in the beer wrong and i, I say that because it's easy to like burn your tongue on a cigar or oh, sure smoke and, it wrong. and that's part of what what we do just talking to folks advise sure. if you're going to light a cigar it's your first one or if you had one you know five years ago when you graduated from wherever with uncle bob and dad uh, take that cigar, I'll cut it for you, toast it, light it, and yeah. tell you about every 30 to 40 seconds, take a puff, do not inhale, that would not be pleasant, it won't overheat the cigar, it won't taste bitter, and it will be a pleasant experience. Now, conversation, good conversation, gets in the way and your cigar will go out. We just relight it. Again, yeah. there's... It's all about the experience that you have here, whether that's patio, shop, or on the bar set. Yeah. So you shouldn't be chugging it like a, like a locomotive or something. No, if you're really puffing heavy, uh, it, it's going to get very hot. It will ta- begin to taste bitter very yes. quickly. Yeah. And that's what you want to avoid. Yeah, so, for sure. My thing, my, my kind of like thing is, what's your, your kind of symbiotic relationship that you've kind of created with craft beer? Well, uh, and like, how like you have you grown your business being part of craft beer, Sawworks, and Merchants of Beer? Absolutely, and Merchants of Beer greatly expanded that because we're not limited to what a brewery produces. Mm. We are open to everything. David brings in a wonderful selection and array of craft beers from really around the country. We try to focus locally, regionally, but around the country. If it's good, it's going to be here. And with, with 50 taps, that gives you, David, the leniency of saying, like, hey, if there's, if you have a cigar event here, you can, you can communicate to him what, what, what beers you're bringing in, and he can promote the cigars and vice versa. Oh, definitely. We got to do that. We got to do that a few times because uh, Cigar City and Oscar Blues rep Lacey is paired with John. And also, uh, Clyde, for, who's our founders rep, uh, have both paired with John, and like they've initiated it almost before I've even thought of it. They're like, "Oh, we need to make sure and get John in on this," and they'll send him the list, and they'll pair up cigars because one, they love that atmosphere. So, not only do 
the beer reps stay on this side, but after a little while, they go in the cigar shop, or they'll go over into Park City Cigars and mingle with the cigar smokers and talk about the beers. They'll bring in samples, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, and I think it's a whole new world, too, because oh. it brings the... Because you have people that are avid cigar lovers that are not craft beer drinkers. Then you have craft beer drinkers that are not avid cigar lovers. And they kind of meet in the middle. It's great. Yeah. We do. I have a, a quite a large number of first-time smokers, if you will. They may have had a cigar that may have been relative to their lifespan. Distant past for them, five years or more. But <laughs> if they want to try one, we'll, we'll pair it up tonight. Yeah, like for me, it would take decades to be passed. But, you know, that's it. Um, <laughs> like, when, like when you have beer, a lot of people like people that are babies and weddings and and, oh, yeah, and we whatever that's their things. only kind of recollection of smoking a cigar. We've had uh, groomsmen and the prospective bride groom come in and, and their night out. We've had bridesmaids and the bride come in. I mean, uh, we run a very high percentage of ladies enjoying cigars. My, my, I mean, my favorite, my, one of my favorite quotes at the time is Charles Spurgeon. He's, he he smokes to the glory of God. Yeah, that's and he, he meditates and smokes to the to his Creator. So which is like, <laughs> what I mean, it's one of my favorite things. Is like it's it's and it, it's meditation. Uh, it is enjoying the relaxation. It yeah. is not a quick experience. It's not uh, someone going out to have two quick puffs and crush it out. A cigar. Even a robusto size is going to take forty-five minutes plus. And so I think, a longer I think a cigar good, an hour. I think a good craft beer is not a take it down. It's a twenty-minute at least experience. So if you if you have, you can have two pints and a good cigar, I think oh, actually that's a good afternoon. My my my, my opinion. That's a great afternoon. Yes, I think it it's is. a good afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's. It's, it's a lot of fun, and even on my side, Grant, I haven't got to take full advantage of it. I have a couple of times of coming back in, getting a cigar, sitting on the patio with beer, and relaxing and enjoy. Because I don't always get to enjoy the cigar side. You know, I'm out here on this side, and like John says, I don't get to play with the civilized people all that often. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. We do bill ourselves as the civilized side, having uh, having cigars. I like it. I love it. I love it. Very relaxing atmosphere. I mean, DJ, right right before we started recording, was like, "Dude, you got to hang around for like 30 minutes afterwards so we can grab a cigar." That's true. And decompress. Like that was that was his whole thing. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I probably need to." I think everybody realizes that uh, uh, or everybody knows I think I probably I think I mentioned it before that I'm I'm getting ready to be a father no Maybe you're pregnant know. I believe uh, I've heard look, that look, look, yeah. look, look at this right here. wait that's not just a beer belly we start to show a little bit <laughs> yeah, but I was I was, showing, I was talking to Rachel in my life and I was talking to, I've been talking to buddies and so I've got I got about 10 cigars in my little humidor at the house and I've, I've bought several of them from John thank you very much you have and um, I and um, and I was like, I was, I was talking to Rachel. I was like, I, I can't really have a have a beer every every night. I, if, if I've had a frustration with the uh, frustration with, with raising the kid or with a uh, Friday night, I can't go. I can't. I can't go drink some whiskey or have a have a pint or two. That, that's not very healthy. It's not really healthy. But but I can go out on the patio. I have a little nice little patio downstairs, and I, I can take twenty five to thirty minutes, 
have a nice cigar, relax, then come back in and be there. Yeah. And I think, I think it's something you can really, it's one of those um, th- things, that, one of those like kind of luxuries in life where it doesn't really alter your mind or state that much, or if at all, that you can go and you can smoke a cigar, take that 20 to 40 minute break, and go take a break, relax, enjoy it, yeah. come back to reality like that real, real quick. And be, I can be the dad. I can be in the moment. If I come and I have four or five pints, I really can't come back and be. I, in I, the I moment. think that'd be the antithesis of being the dad at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, but that would it, be the cool dad. Yeah, yeah. But but you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was totally. talking to Rachel. I so said like, I got all these like cigars. I'm, I stayed up and all said, you know, like, well, like after we, I've changed ten dirty doppers and. It's your it's your turn to take care of the baby. I can sneak down outside and I can have the cigar. I can sit there and relax and have a good good cigar that John recommended. Not, not with the baby. No, no, baby upstairs. Baby, let's, let's be clear. But no, I can I can I can sneak outside and have the, the cigar and yeah. just relax for a few minutes. Yeah. Then after that, I can I can get back into action. Yeah. And I and I don't have that kind of like lingering effect. Which don't get me wrong, I actually. Um, Enjoy the lingering effect of alcohol and, and craft beer that that ha- has on it. Actually, I, I think it's something very good to. Well, and you can get a in buzz. moderation. It's, it's it's something that we should enjoy, but and you can get a buzz off a cigar too. Yeah, I mean, they, but, there's a reason that they they have a bit of an addiction and a bit of a draw. Yeah, let's yeah, be honest. Cigar is a very effective nicotine delivery device. Yes, yes it, it is. is indeed. Um, so, so to that point, so, so John, what, what else is going on, um, on, on the civilized side of Merchants of Beer? <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging that. As David said, when we have craft beer reps come in and work with me, I also have cigar reps come in and do an event well, on their cool. particular brand. And we always try to talk to David about what would we like to promote with this. Now... Again, my personal taste, which is my personal prejudice, would be something like a brown ale or an amber, something like that. Recognizing that first there is no wrong in what you're drinking and smoking. Amen to that. So, I love what that you do say that. you enjoy? What is your I taste love you right that. now? Yeah. Because I know people who, I know what they typically have is a very full flavor cigar. Every time they come in, I say, what are you seeing right now? Yeah. Because sometimes they'll say, you know, something mild. I just want a chill, light beer, something like a Pilsner, mm-hmm. and light cigar. Great. That's where we're going tonight. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's all about making, again, the experience at the risk of repeating myself numerous times. Yeah. It's the experience you have coming here. Yeah. Recognizing. You can buy beer a lot of places and cigars, but put them together here in this atmosphere. This is what makes people come back and recognize it's just a great place to be. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I, I really love the fact that, and I've I've already said this probably tonight, but the fact that Merchants of Beer, you can come here, you can get your beer, and you can get a cigar. To me, that that's huge. I I love cigars. I love being able to go and smoke, but I also love being able to have a beer while I do it, and there's not a lot of places in town where you hey, can do that. Hey, so I'm the fanboy here. 
I know. I, I, I have the Manchester the club here. <laughs> Come on. True Calm down. Calm down. I, I'm just saying. I'm fanboying out a little bit. But, yeah, I, I really do enjoy it. I'm glad you guys have brought this to Knoxville. And, and it's just it's been hey, awesome. Oh, it's and, a great concept. Yeah. And it's just and, been gold being here. Yeah. And really there's, there's, there's going to be nothing better. Um, in, in April, uh, when Manchester United plays Manchester City, and we beat them 4 nothing. And me and Suits, we walk into the, the cigar lounge together after a Manchester United victory, and we smoke the victory cigar. That's be awesome. It's going to be better. That's, that's what this place is about. It is, absolutely, 100%. And there's plenty of room for all kinds of fanboys to share space. You know, bring you everybody. Just all I ask. Including is, Man City. Yeah, absolutely. Even Man City. And, and this is hard to say, being a United fan. Yes, we do accept City fans in here. <laughs> but it's one of those things. And John will tell you. Shitty fans or city fans? City fans. Oh, right, right, right. So we're being, we're being respectful at the moment. Um, it's one of the things that we try to do. We want everybody to come in, be respectful of each other. Uh, we will take you on the journey that you want to be on, depending on what beer you're looking for, or depending on what cigar you're looking for, depending on how you want your evening to go. We want this place to be that point to where you come and relax and enjoy yourself you unwind from a hard day you celebrate whatever it's a tuesday and i just want to have a beer and a cigar it's yeah, yeah it sounds like a hell of a day to me i mean right there mm-hmm. all right well but, i mean i mean it hey it, it, it is it's, it's the perfect little place to unwind downtown like if you're downtown if you want to like just one place to come chill and and I think they've, and I'll, I mean, I think you'll probably agree with me. You've done really done with great, the, whoever whoever designed it, the architecture with the tile and the um, overhead space and everything, really done great with the kind of like warm, kind of like welcoming, home, like home feeling. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, and it's because it's a, it's, you said like it's, 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 a, it's a place is relaxing in itself. It's better than being an enterprise car rental. <laughs> yes. yes. Way better. Way yes. better. I think my blood pressure We can't get dimension. you a rental car here. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, funny story. So today I pull up. And it's about 1130. I got here and, you know, I'm coming in to do numbers and check-in orders and all that stuff. I actually greeted in the parking lot by a lady who is with someone that wants to rent a car. And I'm like... It's up and over the hill, over by the fire station. I'm like, we're a beer bar now with a cigar problem. That's right. <laughs> but, I mean, it's any, a beer bar with a cigar problem. I love it. Can we give it some... Before we enter our final question, yes. final uh, comments, anything uh, coming up where you want to promote? Um, things coming up to promote. Uh, this coming week, uh, on Wednesday, Yeehaw will be here doing a small tap takeover. Uh, next Saturday, which is January 13th, we will have Green Flash in the house, and they'll be bringing Alpine. They'll also bring in their Cellar 3 Series. We'll have about seven beers on from them. Uh, besides that, January's a little quiet on events. In February, we're going to do some specialized trivia um, and we'll be announcing that soon on our Facebook page, so you'll want to stay posted with that. John, do you have anything coming up? I can't remember. It, it, actually, next month. 
is when I will start events with some of the cigar vendors, just recognizing January is kind of a recover from the holidays and yes. both respecting those individuals' travel schedules. So, yeah, it'll be February when we do that. Well, that's good because most of the people that resolve to quit smoking cigars will have given up by then, too. <laughs> I, so. I can't understand why anyone well, would resolve that. But or, or, um, alcohol-free Jan- January. It, it could happen. That's, that's stupid. Again. Come on. Yeah. Just smoke your cigars and drink your gin or whiskey and, and drink your craft beer. Pace yourself. Just, just exercise, right. more, yeah. Yeah. exercise more. Exercise more. Learn more moderation. moderation. Yeah. There you like, go. Like, there you like go. Um, uh, Mark Twain says, everything in moderation, even moderation. Even moderation. That's right. Yeah. Well said. Cheers. Oh, now let's, let's uh, we gotta, cheers to that. But last question. Cheers to that. But we got to cheers questions. around. Yeah. So, so the last question, most important question, John will ask you first. Um, what's in your beer fridge right now? I'm sorry now? What is in your beer fridge right now? You know, mine tend to be brown ales, lagers. Okay. Even in wintertime, a good lager, yes, I'll take it. Yeah. Is there anything specific in there right now that you're like, man? Well, some that I, I bearded lady. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh, that's, that's one that's a personal favorite. And the Cigar City Maduro brand. Oh, uh, there you go. Perennial. Got to be A cigar guy drinking a Cigar City. Who would have thought? There you go. Cigar City, drinking a Cigar City named a Maduro. I mean, yeah. come on. It doesn't get any more. Uh, it fries out to me. Yes, it does. <laughs> Which, John, good news. I got to keg that in today. It should be back on next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Very, very awesome. good. That's awesome. David. I call, I call him David. Sorry. Oh. David. In the beer fridge, how deep do you want it to go? So exactly. That. <laughs> what, yeah, I have what a baby note is in your cigar fridge right now, um, or your beer fridge? Uh, cigar, uh, cigar fridge. fridge? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you cigar, cigars, right, John? Well, well, it's a, it's a cigar humidor, right? Yeah. I would have to look back at that. I in this on the cigar side. I know I do still have, um, and I just completely went, went blank. Uh, I have some really good stuff that I picked up on beer. vacation from somewhere that I shouldn't talk about. I don't know. Uh, I shouldn't talk about. Ooh, well, you know, they say you're not supposed to bring it back. Who knows if it was real or not, but supposedly they're Cubans. But uh, well, no, You can Cuban cigars. John doesn't know anything about it, right? <laughs> no, John doesn't know. I got these like three years ago, and I've maintained that humidor perfectly to make sure that they stay <laughs> sufficient. It's all about the cigar kids. You have to maintain them properly. That's right. They'll yeah. live forever, right? As long as you take care of them. That's right. For, for, and, John, you can correct me on this, but from what I understand about cigars, Cubans right now, they're legal to bring back into the States. Correct. They're completely legal to bring back into the States. You and I can go to Cuba, bring them back yep. currently. Yes. They are not legal to import and distribute. For so commercial purposes. I can't sell them in the shop. Correct. Uh, Cohiba, so finally. The name hits yes, me, Cohiba. Oh, man. Yeah, I <laughs> Cohiba, see. I've still got one of those sitting in my humidor, so I get uh, it. I get it. Yeah, you you yeah. shared one with me. Thank you. I think I did. You're welcome. Yes. Yeah. On the beer side right now, I have six points, three bean. Uh Oh, I have man. a couple of cans of that left. I also have a couple of bombers of Stone Arrogant Bastard series. Hell so yeah. the double oak, the that whole lineup. Um, way back in the back, I've got a Southern Tier Cinnamon Roll, which is a dessert beer completely because if you find it and enjoy cinnamon rolls, you must get this beer and try it. 
it actually tastes like a cinnamon roll. Mouthfeel and all. Oh, my gosh. Personal preference on that one. Uh, still have a couple of bottles of Cold Mountain from Highland left in there. Um, yeah. Oh, and, of course, Dale's Pale Ale from Oscar Blues. That's kind of like a go-to in the bottom. And I think I have a couple of cans of Bearded Iris Homestyle. Yeah. And that's just touching the surface. There's my, my fridge almost has more beer than food in it. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, David, thank you for coming on. Thank you. We really appreciate it, John. Thank you for joining thank us. Thank you very so much, much for the invitation. Yeah. Yes. It's been a pleasure. And um, with that said, um, thank you guys. And uh, yeah, this has been Chris Hill, DJ Loop. And remember to stay humble and try new beer. All right. Thank you guys. Way down in the bottom of a bottle.